Whatever you have in mind, it's possible, but you have to start. You have to start and don't let any doubters get you down. Just start with this. And even if you fail, you learn what it is about. And, you know, you can start business today with a small amount of money. You don't need to have millions to start your business. But start it. Get the experience. And I think it's possible. And, of course, in a way, if you have an idea, if you have a vision, never give up. Just try it. Hello everyone, it is such a pleasure to introduce my guest for the It's Possible serious conversation today, Petra Ahrens-Palzer, PhD. Petra is an experienced banker and lawyer and she has specialized in the area of digitalization. She is also the founder of Davos Digital Forum as well as role model rebels. I am talking with Petra today about mentoring young professionals, in particular female professionals, skills that she has learned from working abroad and also working with diverse teams. I really look forward to hearing her its possible statements. Hello, Petra. Welcome to the show. Hello, Karin. Hello from Switzerland to Canada. Thank you so for, so much for being a guest on my show. Now, for people who do not know you yet, Petra, could you please um, introduce yourself with the five facts according to the working out loud method? Yes, I'm happy to, Karin. So I am the happiest wife in the world with the best husband in the world. I do have a twin sister, three brothers, so I have three stepchildren and numerous nieces and nephews. That's the number one. Um, I am the founder of Role Model Rebels. This is a think tank for women. And I'm also the founder of the Davos Digital Forum. I am an absolutely enthusiastic amateur cook and I love to start new projects, so not only talking about them. And I really love to start and I'm not afraid to fail. And yeah, what I love in, in, in life is networking, building and sharing networks, and then of course supporting each other. And I think um, this is also an important source of my inspiration. Um, from other networks and my link to Canada, Karin. I honestly, I don't have one. However, I love music and therefore I consider, oh, this is my link to Canada with music. This is Celine Dion. It is also Johnny Mitchell, as you see, and the names I'm a little bit older than the average is. And of course, Leonard Cohen and with his super song, So Long, Marianne. Thank you so much for introducing yourself. And yes, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of Leonard Cohen as well. Now, um, Petra, you mentioned you established recently Role Model Rebels. And you said one of the goals for doing this is to create mentorship and networking for women. And that was something you didn't have when you started off as a lawyer. So I'm curious. 
how did you actually decide to become a lawyer? Quite honest, I was 18, 19, as maybe a lot of people today. And you know, at that age, normally you have no clue um, what you really want to do. And also, I had no role model. There was basically no one who tell me do this or that. However, and I was just like born and raised in a small region in Germany. And of course, we had some neighbors and they had an academic background. And they just told me, you're just like, you have to study law, you have to become a lawyer, this is really cool. And this is basically how I started studying law, but it was not driven by any, let's say, one of my desires, because I was totally clueless. And so, you know, reflecting back on the way you basically decided this, what would you have liked to have known at that point? To be quite honest, I really had no idea in the end how, let's say, what a lonely um, study this is, how lonely you are. You're sitting there reading book, looking at books. And also, it, for me at least, it was very boring because in these times, you know, as a, as a career objective, you could become a lawyer, a judge, a corporate lawyer. And you know what? There were not opportunities like today, what you can do with law today. I, of course, consider this all totally different. However, in retrospect, um, for me, it was not really the right decision because I was always a very creative and very also very, um, uh, um, let's say, STEM-driven lady. I would have loved to study architecture or mathematics or industri industrial architecture, but you had no idea, and especially as a woman, you know, what do you do as an industrial architect? There was no role model for that. And um, therefore, I think it's so, so, so super important that today we are so many and we are so many women in really impressive positions and we can be a role model. So um, to be quite honest, if someone would have told me, as a, if you study law, you can do this and this and this, and if someone would honestly told me it can be very boring, etc., I don't think I would have studied law. However, today I'm happy that I, because it's also a fundament of a lot what I'm doing today. Thank you so much for giving this advice to all of our you know, viewers and listeners. And also, I would like to say hello. We just had a comment from somebody, it's unfortunately just says LinkedIn user who is, you know, saying hello to us. We don't know from where that person is. It would be interesting if that person could tell us where they are, you know, listening and watching us right now. And now, Petra, as you mentioned, you had so many different, you know, you're very creative. You were very interested in different aspects. And back then, you, um, you know, it didn't seem that law was that creative or that there were so many different opportunities. So um, when I was doing research on you, you had mentioned in a podcast that sometimes you were actually envious to towards somebody who was more, I would call them like, you know, like very focused on one direction rather than a generalist. And so for especially young professionals and viewers who might be um, watching us and listening to us who may feel very similarly that they don't maybe know immediately after they finish their degree or they are early into their career and they don't know, you know, what should I be doing? What direction should I be focused at? What advice would you give them based on your own career? 
Uh, first of all, I would really try to talk to a lot of people who are older than um, I am myself, who have other experiences. I would also check what is really what really interests me, and I would really talk to these to these um, um, role models or to these women or men doesn't doesn't matter, and also listen to the pro and the co's, so the contrast, so that you really know what's in. And, you know, even if someone tells you, you know, don't do this, you won't earn money, etc., etc., if it is really your passion, you will earn money. Because if it is your, if, if, if someone forces you in, in something you don't like, you will never be successful. I just today, for example, I spoke with a lady who's basically behind the company, they are managing domain names, something like this. So I was talking to her and saying, hi, hello, good morning. Um, how are you today? And she said, well, huh. So la la, it's only Tuesday. And this is something where I felt she doesn't love her job. So regardless which day it is, even if it is a Friday, she has the weekend and she starts on Monday again in a boring job. So my advice, talk to people who you think they could be a role model for you. Talk to them, ask for their advice and listen to the pros and the contrast. And for yourself, if you want to start your career, you also have to really make a really kind of an exclusion criteria um, Excel sheet, let's say. You say, this is something I really don't like. Don't like. And this is something I like. So, and therefore, I think this is, this is so, so super important because regardless how old you are, you can do this at the age of six. You don't, don't like salad, but you like, like, I don't know, fish fingers or whatsoever. So this is a criteria as you can define by yourself. And that is super important. You have to be crystal clear. And of course, there is never only, only, only beauty in what you do but you can reduce the amount of stuff you don't like to. And therefore it is necessary in my eyes to start with a criteria list. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. And take it from there. I really like that approach. Yes, because I guess, you know, it will never be 100% perfect in the sense that it'll be 100%. There might be some negative aspects yeah. to it. But if, as you said, if the majority of it is something that you feel really passionate about and you, it brings you joy and a, like a sense of purpose, what you're doing, I think that that is so critical. And now when I was looking at your career, you have traveled to and worked and lived in so many countries around the world. And I know for people, unfortunately now during COVID, and who may be thinking or had thought about, you know, living abroad or working abroad, hopefully soon that is going to be more easily possible. But if you reflect on that, what kind of skills do you feel have you learned from living in so many different countries and working with so many different people and communities? I think the most important thing in life is you have to consider it is not that one size fits all. That, I think, is the most important part in life. We are all different, totally different. Already in your own country, people are different. Also, you share common culture. But when you go abroad, 
you have to be super careful. You have to listen before you talk. You have to look. You have to ask. And for example, when I went, let's say, to Japan, for example, to China, of course, try to inform me by reading information and, you know, books, etc., to get used to the culture. And I think this is very important. So just be aware in another country, it doesn't work the way it works in your country. That is very important. Also then listen to the people. And then if you do this, and then I really found it was wonderful. I have big, big projects. And I learned a lot from super young people, from super old people. I learned a lot from people of totally different background and how their approach on dealing with things was so different than I did know it from, let's say, the German-speaking countries like Germany, Switzerland, where it's all on time, etc., etc. I used to work in China. There was a big, big exhibition I was, was responsible for to get it done. It was in the National Art Museum of China in Beijing, a big, big one. And of course, a day before, basically, I would say 30% was not was not ready. It was a kind of a catastrophe. And to me, it was kind of easy because at that time I have been living in China or was, was there in China so often. I was 100% sure they get it, they get it ready by the time. There will be no, there will be no disaster. And this is something I have learned to just like listen and um, look how other people do other things and deal with this. And the variety, this makes my life so exciting still today because I work with so many people. I have so many friends around the globe. And of course, age-wise, I have young people and older people. Okay, you can hardly be even older than I am. However, I have a lot of people, my friends, whom I learned a lot from. And today, if I really would like to have some advice from their country, I just pick up the phone or I send a mail or we meet at Zoom. So to sum up the variety and um, listen to other people, this is what I learned much from my, uh, most from my um, studies and living abroad. And so if, you know, somebody asks, is there sort of one piece of advice that you wish you would have known before moving or working with your first, um, you know, foreign country, what would that be? There's just one piece of advice where I would say that applies for every single country. One size doesn't fit all. So just look and there's all different. And even if you think it's all the same, it is not. And you see this, for example, um, if you go to the German-speaking countries, although we all speak the same language, it's totally different what you do. And what something that seems to be super normal, let's say, in Munich, is totally offensive in, in Zurich. So, and that is something you have to be aware, and these are the, the fine-tuning in other cultures, and that is something you should always be aware of, and if you don't listen to that. You will never be successful. You will always live in this country, but you will always stay in an expat community. And you see this very, very well, for example, in Zurich, where thousands of people, they are not Swiss, they come from other countries, but they stay in their expat bubble because they, doesn't, they don't get too used to the really fine-tuning stuff in these countries. That is so interesting. Thank you so much for sharing this. I, these are, you know, I find so important 
pieces of information for our listeners and viewers if they are contemplating to move one day to another country to already know that. So thank you. <laughs> thank you, Karin. And now um, you have founded many different organizations. And as you've just said, you know, you communicate with um, people all around the world. And what I'm curious about is looking forward, maybe in the next five or 10 years, with all of the knowledge you have now, what do you feel if you had to advise a young professional? What are the skills that you feel become more and more important over time? Well, I think, first of all, the skills is that you have to be curious. The skills is you have to be aware whatever you, whatever you start learning will change sometimes even on a daily basis, or let's say you're always too late. If you think, okay, I got it. No, development is so quick today. So what I think is super important, we all need to know digital skills. We all need to know how to, to build scalable business. We all should also know how to how to interact in an in a world where we basically don't know each other. So I don't know your listeners. I have no idea who is listening. However, you should know how to position, how to position yourself, how to also, how do you do your own branding and marketing in a way that it is accepted by many people. And therefore, I think this is something what is important. And also, of course, um, what is important, position yourself in the right networks. That, I think, is super, super important. If you don't have the right networks, if you do believe you live in a city and that's enough, I would say you will be proven wrong very short because times are changing and therefore. So I think learn digital skills, stay curious and, you know, enjoy learning because it's so much fun and stay this lifelong learning. This is something I love the idea and I'm the best example that this is possible thank you so much and you know I was just about to ask you an it's possible statement and you just you know <laughs> told me this is there any other it's possible statement you would like to share with our listeners as this is our theme for the Canada career month yeah, I think it's possible. What I really do believe is whatever you have in mind, it's possible, but you have to start. You have to start and don't let any doubters get you down. Just start with this. And even if you fail, you learn what it is about. And, you know, you can start business today with a small amount of money. You don't need to have millions to start your business, but start it, get the experience. And I think it's possible. And of course, in a way, if you have an idea, if you have a vision, never give up, just try it. You will not be successful in the first in the first one. You may fail. I also failed. There was not everything I did was, was, was super cool and super. I also made mistakes. Maybe the biggest mistake I made is like, I thought someone would like this and this. So I didn't ask my end user, do you really like this? And you know, even today, I'm running this role model rebel, big network think tank, and I drive the content. I'm very content driven in life, but I also see that a lot of people also like soft topic, like group coachings, how to re-entering the work market, what do you do, etc., etc. And I got to know, I got to had to learn 
that this is also important. So just sum up, it is possible if you really have a vision, start and never give up. Thank you so much, Petra. This has been so helpful. Now, how can people find you on social media? Very easy. So you can find me on LinkedIn, as you see, Petra Ahrens Palzer. You can find me on Twitter. My Twitter name is P Palzer. So my, my pre-name and then Palzer. And then, of course, I have these two websites. The one is the Rose Digital Forum, and the other one is rolemodelrebels.com. And I invite everyone to have a look at this website, especially, of course, young women, because this is a network for women only. But it doesn't mean we, men can't be member, but they are also there to present if they have cool ideas, cool projects, etc., etc. Thank you so much. And I will be sure when our conversation here will be um, created into a podcast episode that I put all of the information you just shared on how to contact you into the show notes. And now, as the very last question I have is, is there anything that we have not talked about today that you would like to share with our listeners? No, I think we have. We have touched upon basically everything, what is important, and you have prepared the questions super, super well, Karin. I think we have really, we have really um, addressed everything. And what I think is important, if you as a young student, if you if you're not sure where do you want to go, just look for advice and don't be shy. Ask people, but ask in a very friendly way. And what I think is important, if people are older, doesn't mean that they are conservative. They just have limited time. So if you agree to have a time with someone and it's agreed to be, it is at two o'clock, just be on time. Because that is something where I personally do believe, at least for me, you can be once not on time, but the second time you won't talk to me any longer. So that is something I would give also as an advice to younger people. Um, if you want to get something basically for free, then you have to fulfill basic requirements in behavior and style. That is a wonderful ending. Thank you so much, Peter, for Karen. coming. It was really, really nice. And what I will do is just show a quick way how people can sign up for the podcast. So in the future, when this is going to be a podcast episode, they know how to um, listen to it. Thank Super. you so much. Thank you, Karin. Take care. yeah, And Goodbye. all the best. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope you gained valuable insights and new ideas. To keep listening to future episodes, please head over to iTunes or your favorite player and subscribe and give it a rating. We would very much appreciate a review and for you to share it on social media so more people can start innovating in how they offer employment. Until the next time, goodbye.